everyone. Welcome to another episode of Digital Switch. I'm actually running this episode solo today. My co-host Naveed is out, but we will definitely miss him. So this is episode two of our video version. So if you're actually listening to this episode on your favorite podcast streaming service, you can access the presentation and the video on YouTube. So anyways, today we have a really great repeat guest on our show, Erica Lensford, who is PureNova's Global Head of Solutions Engineering. So Erica, thank you so much for joining us again. Thanks, Sonia. It's great to be here. So the last few episodes, we've talked a lot about how data governance can really affect an enterprise's regulatory compliance, but we're actually going to shift gears a little bit and talk about how data governance can affect business decision-making. So before we really go into anything else, Erica, what kinds of questions should an enterprise be asking when it comes to measuring the effectiveness of their decision-making? Well, the real question is, can I make timely business decisions? And so what we really mean by that is that a, uh, a business decision helps you manage your risk as well as take advantage of opportunities. And so the processes and the data that you have in place should enable you to do that as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Okay. And I mean, decision making is a really broad concept or topic. And it can really apply to everything from regulatory compliance, operational efficiency, um, new technologies, and so much more than that. And we know that there are some fundamental gaps or roadblocks when it comes to an enterprise's internal organization. So from a high-level perspective, what are some of these current organizational challenges that can really affect decision-making? Well, there's, there's a lot of challenges to make a good business decision on a timely basis if you don't have the information that you need in order to do that. And um, where those challenges really come from is that over time, our organizations and our technology uh, landscape has gotten more and more complicated. And that's because technology has been rapidly evolving. And so organizations end up having every flavor of a variety of technologies. You also have had a climate over the last uh, few decades of firms coming together and merging. And each time they do that, they bring their own systems to bear. And then those have to be normalized as well. And so you end up with a very complex um, operating environment that makes it difficult for you to see what decision you should make in certain circumstances. And on top of that, the other thing that also developed over the last uh, couple of decades is really new business models creating those layers. So we've had new business models from, you know, the, the late 90s when Glass-Steagall was repealed and um, you had insurance, brokerage and banking all coming together under one umbrella. Um, and then we've also had a huge move towards globalization, which caused different regional business models to come together as well. And so all of this put together um, makes it difficult for people to navigate and it takes a lot of effort to put all of that together. It's kind of painstaking to, to link all the information together. And so what ends up happening is that each firm has, you know, subject matter experts that have come from the various organizations that they originated in, people who are specialists in certain regions, people who are specialists around a certain system. Every time someone needs to make a decision and they need a certain set of data, they usually need that data as it pertains to the 
the process that goes across the organization, not just within that silo. So if I'm trying to make that decision, I've got to then go and talk to all these different subject matter experts, get the data, consolidate that data together, analyze the data and make sure it says what I think it says and then make my business decision. So it puts these barriers in front of people where ideally it would be nice if you could just at your fingertips be able to see what decision um, would make sense because you, you would have confidence in the data. You would know that the data was complete, that it was consistent, um, that it was correct, and that it's the most current version of that information. And so even if some of those things aren't true of those four quality measures, at the very least, you should know what is true from a quality measure point of view. So then you can, you can make a more refined decision, understanding that the data is only fit for certain types of decisions. And, and you can um, really hone in and, and, um, and then be able to move forward in your organization. And these business decisions, as you said, Sonia, are, are vast. They're all sorts of things. They could be very daily decisions, like which trade should I fix first? That could be a very basic decision, or it could be a more complex decision to say, how could I help this client better? What information do I have in order to work with that client better? Or it could be the type of decision where you want to change the way that your firm does things to become more efficient, therefore save money or maybe offer better service to your client because it's more efficient. And so where should I be directing my capital investment? That's another type of decision that comes from having that data all um, clean and put together. So we talk a lot about effective data governance, solving some of these organizational challenges. Um, data governance, as we know, is about implementing rules and processes that really ensure high quality data lives throughout the enterprise. So firms can then have confidence in their insights and analytics to make the right business decisions for them. So how else can effective data governance really help enterprises with decision making? Well, as I was kind of talking before, when you, when you have this effective decision making you can manage those changes and then you can make those timely so that if unforeseen circumstances occur, you're still able to um, address those because you have the data at your fingertips or at least know um, what data is in what situation. Um, but other things is also to help you change your business and inform your business practices. So really, how do you know that the way that you're doing things is the best way to do things? You can look at the performance, the business performance that comes along with that clean data and then be able to guide the ship. And so you can figure out where you want to make changes instead of you know having to feel that this is pretty messy. Um, you can actually look at the data and say, yeah, I know that this is the right one. And that really helps also promote um, joint decision-making. So oftentimes within a firm, um, you know, it becomes difficult. You know, everyone has to really learn from each other. You know, technology has to learn from business, has to learn from operations, has to learn from compliance and uh, risk. All those people have to come together and have the same understanding about things. And so if you have a consistent way to manage your data and govern that data, then everyone can reach the same understanding together. And it provides for better um, prioritization, which can then help your firm grow and become more efficient. So in order to really solve these organizational challenges, um, 
companies are implementing data governance solutions, but essentially these data governance solutions still have significant gaps that are preventing their business users um, and their operations users from reaching some of their goals like efficiency um, and explainable business decisions. So what are some of these other limitations within the current data governance landscape that these current solutions aren't necessarily solving? So, um, we have found in, in talking to a variety of firms across the industry that um, even though everyone's trying really hard to put their data management and government governance processes and solutions in place, a lot of those solutions are still leaving open the fact that you can't see um, how data traverses across your organization in an end-to-end -end way. So um, you can't see the quality across a transaction. So Earlier, I talked about complexities and how, you know, firms have many systems and many processes and many ways of doing things. And oftentimes, a single transaction has to go across, you know, several systems in order to get completed. And each of those stopping points are managed by a different group of people. And so that means that the knowledge around that is still siloed. And so in addition to that, not being able to see end to end, you've got people who have subject matter expertise within each of those silos. And that's in both the technology expertise, the data expertise, as well as the operational and business expertise. So it's all those different types of um, things that have to come together. And then when you do put a change in, so because you're managing things across like that, sometimes one of those systems or one of those groups will need to make a change to their process. They don't get to see the full impact of that change. Um, and so other, for other groups are therefore impacted by that change. And so it's hard to track when certain things were in place to be able to explain why you made a decision at the time that you made it. And what all of this boils down to is that um, because you're more tactically managing all these things, it makes it difficult to move forward on some of your digital transformation type initiatives and things like that, because you may not be focusing on the right items to make the most difference in your firm. And then also from an interoperability point of view, how do you interoperate with all those different types of data that are across your firm? And so where's that hybrid cloud model that allows you to interoperate and see across that. So those are the, the problems that still exist. So here at PureNova, we've actually taken these problems and created the PureNova Cuneiform platform, which is what we call an active data governance and data quality tool. Um, in the previous episode, I think a couple back, we actually went over what active versus passive data governance means. So I'm going to refer you to listen to that one. I'm not going to go into much detail on the differences here, but Specifically, how can our solution really help organizations with its active data governance uh, component achieve better decisions and decision making? Well, basically what's happening with the Cuneiform platform is that we're hooking together the data across these disparate systems. And then as that data gets hooked together, then we're applying rules to the relationships between those systems. And those are data quality rules, timeliness rules, and business processing rules. 
What that's really doing is each of those rules and the way that the data hooks together is actually representing all the subject matter expertise that you have in your firm. So if you look at this diagram and compare it to what we had earlier, where we had all these cross lines where each business owner had to go talk to a bunch of subject matter experts to put together data in order to make a decision. What happens now is that that gets normalized and the people who have the knowledge are able to provide that. That knowledge is implemented in our system as those quality rules and timeliness rules and processing rules, which then give you a unique set of results that allows you to bubble up the insights that are there, and then you can make better business decisions. Also, if there's new business processes you want to put in place or new products you want to put in place, you can actually refer to Cuneiform to see, well, what is the current state of that system? What does that data mean? Can I leverage any of that data for something new that I'm trying to build? So there's a lot of advantages now to basically bringing all of that together and allowing business people to make their decisions based upon information that has been vetted. And what we're also doing is we're actually running the data through on a daily basis. So if some of that data is not being covered by some of those rules, then you know that you don't have a full understanding of your organization. And therefore, you know that some of your business decisions might be affected by that. And so it really gives you a a purview into how you're you're operating and and how you want to change things moving forward. So this is a really great conversation. I think the key takeaway for me is that um, an effective, active data governance framework is really the recipe for making better and informed business decisions. Um, You know, this trickles down into operational efficiency and regulatory compliance and essentially what you were talking about, any sort of digital transformation initiatives. Um, If there's nothing else, Erica, then I think we are going to say thank you very much for joining us on this one. Um, If anyone has any questions, you can feel free to reach out to us on our website or through our social media channels. But Erica, thank you so much for joining us. It was really nice to be here. Thanks, Sonia. So that's a wrap. Thanks for listening or in this case, watching this episode of Digital Switch. You can find us on your favorite podcast streaming service on digitalswitch.show and now on YouTube. So stay up to date on all our podcast episodes, blog posts, videos, and all things Purenova at purenova.com and at Purenova Inc. on Twitter. So have a great day, everyone, and stay safe.